began to preach. And I'll tell you, the Holy Ghost began to fall. Hallelujah. And there were people who came running to give their hearts to the Lord Jesus Christ. This is Naked Pentecostalism. I'm your host, Isaac Coverstone. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I think we're coming up on episode 10 pretty soon, and I'm excited to see. <laughs> I didn't expect uh, to go this far, honestly. It, uh, when I started the podcast, I didn't really plan that far ahead. I was just kind of winging it. That's what I tend to do. So I'm, I'm really excited to see how much it's grown and how things might eventually develop and evolve. So yeah, let's continue this episode with our breakdown of the wisdom literature in Excel Bible College. So we're still kind of picking through the Knight Bible College literature curriculum. And this is just a kind of a rough overview. I'm not going to do a deep dive, but we're just taking little snippets and looking at the mentality of the kind of people that put it together. Um, so this is a section of the wisdom literature workbook that's simply called resources. And it's, it's just kind of like these inspirational, um, pamphlets almost. It's, it's really amateurish. It's not even, they're almost like what we used to have tracks, you know, it was uh, just a little short paper that was one-sided and yeah. So don't have high hopes for this going into it, but there was just some really egregious concepts that were in here and I wanted to dig them out. So we're going to start with this little paper called what happens when a mother works outside of the home. And this in particular really highlights the systemic misogyny in in uh, this type of Bible college. And certainly it's pretty common in Pentecostalism. So number one, she violates scripture. So these guys put in their workbook for a what what they think of as a legitimate Bible college that it's a violation of scripture for a woman to work outside of the home. I mean, that's just straight up what they're doing. So they say, and I'm quoting here, God intended for the home to be the center of a mother's world. In Titus 2.5, women are instructed to be, and then we quote from Titus 2.5, discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed, unquote. Really... Okay, great. Um, so let's just draw directly from the Old Testament, something that was written for the Hebrews. That's bad enough as it is, but it certainly doesn't apply to us today, and it wasn't necessarily a great idea back then either. Um, and then they go on to 1 Timothy 5.14. Younger women are instructed to, and we quote, marry, bear children, guide the house, Give none occasion to the adversary to speak reproachfully, unquote. And uh, same same sort of concept, really, as uh, Titus 2.5. Uh, and we go down. Solomon warned his son that one of the evidences of an evil woman was that, and this is from Proverbs 7.11, her feet abide not in her house. So you're 
the woman in your life steps out of the house and spends a certain amount of time somewhere else, that's that's just an evidence of an evil woman. I mean, just the pure insanity of this of this kind of idea is just staggering. I, I, I can't fathom that at one point I sat down, read this and thought, yeah, okay, they're, they've got a good point. I, it's, it, it's amazing how far I've come personally, but yeah. Number two, she neglects her children. Um, yeah, because of course women just, that's their only purpose is to have kids. I mean, that's, that's, that's all they're good for, you know, like that's pretty much what they're trying to push here. Three, she is unfulfilled. Um, scripture clearly establishes the fact that God made the woman to be a helpmate or helpful companion to her husband, Genesis 2.18. She will never find fulfillment by trying to copy a man's role. And again, this is just this incredibly old-fashioned idea that a woman can't be anything more than just this this personal servant to a guy they they can't be a lawyer or a doctor or a scientist they can't be anything beyond just this domestic robot and it, it's stunningly just yeah it's backwards it, it's very it's very stupid I, I i can't find a better term to use it's just Anyway, moving on. Uh, four, this is all what happens when a mother works outside of the home. Four, she damages her marriage. Yeah, yeah. You're damaging your marriage by working outside the home. That's that's incredibly deep stuff there. She may transfer her affections. Yeah, they're just talking about. Um, I I don't even I can't even grasp what they're saying here. They so I'm gonna just quote from it. When a wife works for another man, she actually displays toward him some of the attitudes of an ideal wife. During working hours, she is alert to her employer's needs and desires. She is flexible. Her expectations are minimal. She is grateful for whatever he does to make her job easier. This... I don't know. Like They're basically saying a woman works... On a regular job, she's going to fall for a boss. I mean, it is so utterly lacking any kind of uh, respect for for women at all. It's just saying, hey, look, you put a woman in, in a public place, she's going to just fall for whoever is around her. I mean, this is practically, you know, Saudi Arabian medieval misogyny. It's so backwards. It's actually a little bit shocking um i don't even know what to say there um six she finds herself in two competing worlds um okay yeah since no one can serve two masters she must ultimately decide which world will become her primary source of acceptance approval fulfillment same idea they've been hammering this whole time seven she suffers destructive pressures okay well they're they're 
basically saying women can't deal with the stresses of a job. Okay, yeah, that's that's nice, guys. Thanks. Uh, eight, she neglects vital home functions because that's the only way stuff at home gets done is if a woman does it. I mean, and it still rotates around the idea that women have to be a mother. That's the only purpose they serve. This is what they're reinforcing. Nine, she destroys her example to others. <laughs> I, and they're basically saying um, some women can't handle these pressures and some women can. So it's a bad example if you, if you do it and you succeed because other people will try to replicate it. I mean... This this concept is so backwards. It's it's unbelievable. I I apologize. I'm repeating myself a lot, but I haven't actually gone through this section in a long time, and so I'm just now kind of seeing it in depth for the first time. Um, Ten. She is financially unwise. Now, this was the section I actually wanted to focus on in this episode. Um, they have a chart here, and it's a very small, it's about half the page, and it simply says, the myth of a mother's paycheck, and they break down this budget. This is a monthly budget, and it's so insane. Even if we went back to when this, um, when was this published? This was copyrighted, this wisdom literature probably should have you know i don't think they have a copyright do they not i'm a little bit surprised here if they don't have is it just i don't think they've copyrighted this i don't know where this uh when this was written exactly that's interesting just given the verbiage this is probably mid 80s um it's actually almost looks like they photocopied something else. So this this pamphlet could have been from the 60s for all we know. But they're saying the annual wage is 14 grand. Okay, that's 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 below minimum wage um, in most states, and it's it's barely it's not even federal minimum wage uh, today. That that's just dirt cheap so they break it down as an, a monthly salary of 1166 so this is really saying the average mother is going to be working at mcdonald's or or some other you know fast food joint bare minimum uh, wage so honestly it's so misrepresenting the different women that have really good paying jobs uh i mean there's dental hygiene there's lots of women that get into accounting they get into i mean i, I know women that were electricians and they were making 70 80 grand a year so this is just again another slap in the face saying that the mother will never have a decent career she's just going to be having this slave wage job and they break down state and federal taxes um and of course they bring in the tithe of 117 bucks a month um 
which we can safely chop out because that's total bullshit. Then they charge transportation, which is interesting. They're saying, or they're accounting for um, about 400 miles a month, which is interesting. It would be the equivalent of, if let's say we have four work weeks, that's uh, 100 miles a week. Um, it's to and from, uh, like maybe a suburb to the to the inner city, but th- so that's not accounting for the fact that if you have a company car or if you have a job that's two blocks from your house. I mean, this is just kind of a general figure, but it is a significant chunk of the overall uh, cost, and it doesn't take into consideration that there's public transit. There's you could bicycle to work. There's so they're throwing out. $120 a month, I mean, this is essentially more than 10% of that of that income, <laughs> which is, a you know, most people would never spend that much just to commute. I mean, that that's not worthwhile. So these figures, tithe, transportation, are grossly out of proportion. Um, then they say meals, $3 a day. Well... That's another indicator. This might be older if um, if they think you can eat at fast food for three bucks a day, but I, that's probably somewhat realistic. If we look at just packing a lunch from home and you got a bag of chips and a sandwich and a drink or something like that, some coffee, yeah, okay, three bucks a day. Well, that's not a big deal. I'm not worried about that. Um, and then number seven restaurant and carry home meals from lack of time for preparation. And again, it's a subtle jab saying it's impossible to, to prepare food at home because mom's at work, you know, like the kids, the husband are completely helpless to make their own dinner or you take turns making the dinner, whatever. And so they're charging 80 bucks for the month to to do this kind of, you know, emergency restaurant stuff, which, you know, great. But the other silly factor is that this is coming out of mom's paycheck and it's like, yeah, okay. I mean, it would be more likely that they would split that or maybe the husband would pay for it out of his paycheck if he's, allegedly he's making more money because they can't survive on just this paycheck alone. So the assumption that she's going to eat the cost of takeout is kind of ridiculous. Extra clothes and cleaning, a hundred bucks a month. Okay, they are calculating close to ten percent of a monthly paycheck just for clothes and cleaning. Okay, it does not cost a hundred bucks per month. To get work clothes. I don't care what you do. Okay, I work I work as a technician. I'm um I'm not gentle with my clothes. Okay, I'm I'm climbing ladders, I'm crawling around places and uh they get torn, whatever, but I mean I do not go through a hundred bucks a month for anything clothing related whatsoever. Um even if we count like purchasing a nice pair of shoes and something sturdy and getting some nice socks. 
I'm not gonna spend more than 20, 25 a month at the most. Like that's that's a bad month if I'm spending that much on clothes. So this is so just way out of proportion. Um, <laughs> number nine, forfeited savings on thrift shopping. They're whacking her for 10% of her monthly income because allegedly if you work a job, you can't save money shopping for deals. Like where the fuck is the logic there? Like I, I, I can't fathom like this, this entire thing is such a fabrication. They designed this to make it look like a mom can't make any money on a second making, you know, working like a secondary job. It's so ridiculous. I mean, yeah. Okay. Then <laughs> they've got 20 bucks a month for hairdresser because evidently $20 a month is the minimum that a woman needs just to go to a salon <laughs> and have her hair done. <laughs> I don't know yet. I, okay. I personally do not know any women that go to a salon every single month. I don't know of any. That, that That's just it. <sighs> Employee insurance, 15 bucks. Okay, whatever. Daycare, uh, $50 a week, one child. That's on the cheap side for... Uh, today, but I'm just going to leave it because I know nothing on the subject. I have no idea what take care is. Um, I owe it to myself expenses $95 <laughs> because apparently a woman can't go any given month without blowing a hundred bucks on herself for what, for whatever, anything, it doesn't matter. But this is just a great snapshot. It's a viewpoint into the mentality that someone said, hey, this is a brilliant little piece of writing. We're going to put it into our Bible college curriculum. That This is what a mother deals with. So, let's see, 95, 115, um, 75, okay, half of that. I mean, they're basically taking... 450 bucks a month and they're making up a bunch of bullshit expenses and saying this woman is going to <laughs> this woman is going to lose 50 bucks a month <laughs> on her job <laughs> she is going to have a negative net income for the household if she gets a job <laughs> Because they're basically saying her monthly salary is eleven sixty six, and the total that they end up with is twelve hundred and fifteen dollars. Unbelievable! Like I'm just, I'm just floored right here. I, I've just now added this up, and I, I saw this total, and they're just like, and then they have a footnote. The footnote goes back to the transportation. This does not include the additional costs of a second car which might be needed because of the mother's job. Now, I don't know of very many households that only have one car. You know, if, if there's two people living there. I mean, just about every adult alive has a car these days. So, so of course, they're going to have a second car. But 
this is so backwards. I mean, this is like, this is why I'm thinking it was written in the 60s by someone that grew up in the 40s or <laughs> earlier because they're almost assuming that the husband's going to drive the wife to her job or something. I mean, it's so staggeringly ignorant and just absurd. I don't know what to say. I'm, I'm just kind of a little bit aghast. <sighs> but that was that was kind of just the norm. I mean, I, I think back at the services I, I was participating in you know, for decades. And yeah, that was, that was just what the way, the way they all thought, even in the nineties and early aughts, I remember messages were just, it was, it was just women have to stay at home. I mean, that was their role. And that's the way, and it, it goes back to the mentality of Pentecostals, at least the extreme apostolic Pentecostals that, I dealt with a lot, and that was they really exist in the 1940s America, and they're frozen in time in 1940s America. They've never moved past that. They they haven't moved past the hairstyles, the fashions, the the um, expectations of society, like racism. They, they have not moved past that time period. It, it is stepping into a time capsule. I'm sure I'm mischaracterizing, and some churches are not like that. I'm sure there's a lot of churches that are not like that. But that was my experience with the group that our church fellowship with. And we went and listened to other people preach, and we, we drove to other churches, we flew to other churches. They all shared that. So... It's not a small thing. It's it's not by any means a unknown phenomenon. Anyway, um, I'm going to cut this short because we're already over 20 minutes. But I hope you guys have enjoyed it and learned something. And feel free to drop a comment, like, subscribe. Check out the YouTube channel. Check out the blog. I'm always excited to hear some feedback. But... Um, Next episode, we will dig into more Excel Bible College stuff. Fun times. All right. Peace out, guys. Thanks. Oh, you can say it better than that. Say it again. Amen. All right. Listen to the question now. Can God deliver a dope addict?